0: Hello and welcome to Life of Impact Podcast. I remain your host, Dr. Israel Dairo. This podcast is meant to inspire you, empower you, and also enlighten you as you journey through life. On today's episode, I'll be having a friend who is a doctor, he goes by name Dr. Dairo Elimo Bayo. He's a medical practitioner. He loves listening to music. He loves meeting new people. And his desire is for a society where the young people will be genuinely creative with, you know, a positive mindset where they can produce something that is more positive um, in the society. One of the quotes he likes or he loves to talk about uh, anytime we are uh, together, you know, is that all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. Uh, One of his uh, favorite quotes that all things are lawful but not all things are expedient on today's episode we shall be talking about a particular topic titled prayer is the seed for divine intervention prayer is the seed for divine intervention stay tuned as you listen Today, welcome to life of impact podcast thank you very much um we're happy to have you as our guest on today's podcast yeah, that's great, great. um that's great. how is the pandemic situation going over there in the city of georgia the city of oh, cdc georgia it's a little shaky but we're hopeful for the best yeah i heard that there's a lockdown going on right there and people have not been able to move from one place to another how is it yeah Yes, it's just uh, temporary because of um, the sudden rise in the number of cases recorded. So um, that's a temporary you know, closure of movement uh, for vehicles to swiftly higher rate of new cases. And okay. that's just for like about five to ten days because going to end around 27th of this month. Oh oh that's oh, that's, that's, great. that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. For our audience, um, for those just joining us, uh, we have Dr. Dio our Bionamist. He's a doctor by profession um, and his hobbies. He likes listening to music, he likes discovering, you know, new, knowing new things, trying to um, know what's going on around the world. And he has a particular legacy or change that he wants to, he wants to, you know, have or see in his own time and generation. He's looking forward to um, creativity and a positive change in narrative. A genuine narrative um, in the life of the young individuals we have in the society. They want to see how they can come up with something genuine. I'm not looking out for celebrities that will not offer them something, something genuine. And one of these lovely quotes is that all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. All things are lawful, and not all things are expedient. So, Doctor Daya, we love you, and we say thank you for coming to Life of Impact Broadcast and today you said you want to be sharing on a topic titled that prayer is the seed for divine intervention yes. when you say prayer is the seed for divine intervention what would you like to uh, what would be your first highlight about prayer what do you have to say about prayer ah uh, yeah thank you very much uh, i believe very firmly that uh, prayer is somewhat of an enigma something that is widely misunderstood but uh, commonly effective if properly used. So prayer simply is communicating with God, mm. and in any communication is a two-way um, process where you talk to someone and the person responds. So before you can call it communication, it's such a way that you talk to the person and then the fellow responds. And so in the case of prayer, since we are going to be talking to God, there is the principle that must be followed okay. to get any result. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, like it's commonly said that. Um, when the when the purpose of a thing is not known, then appears in everything. Yes, yes. So prayer also it's a tool that must be understood uh, properly before you can get the required results. So prayer, case, for instance, um, is simply speaking to God. And so, if you want to be effective in speaking to God, then there must be a way that you must speak to God. There must be the kind of language. Okay. That must be used. For instance, on the you know we are speaking with English, which is a very common language that we both understand. And these are for us both to understand and also our audience will also hear us with the same language. So it's also very important that we must speak to God on the terms of His language that He uses to speak okay us. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so the number one thing that is important to take note of is the Word of God that's the key thing in speaking to God in the place of prayer. For instance, um, the Word of God tells us exactly how to pray. The Word of God tells us what name to use to pray. That's the name of Jesus. Uh, The Word of God also tells us what form of prayer should be prayed, what kinds of prayer should be prayed, how to make those kind of prayer. For instance, the Word of God God tells us that we must come to God Okay. So in terms of praying, uh, fear in the place of prayer, worry in the place of prayer, make the prayer ineffective so it's just like uh, using a drug that has been prescribed by a doctor and doctor tells you take this drug after you have eaten okay and then you go and the drug without eating then you are sure that that drug would not perform its full work or be fully effective because you have misused the um you know the, the instructions okay. so the same thing with prayer so when the bible tells you to come boldly so one of the things that make prayer very effective uh, which I feel is the first place to start is in using the word of God as okay. a for making a Okay, friend. before 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 so I, I interrupt, interrupt you, um there's this um there's is this it? notion or there's this mindset that you have to pray loudly yes. before um your mm. prayers can be answered. Mm. And why some people feel that um mm. you know is when you are in the building, that's a church building, or when the pastor is there, you yes. know. To carry out this particular, um, activity of prayer in a particular sacred way. That is when the prayers can be answered. What can you say about this? Yes, uh, thank you very much. I, I think that um, it's a common notion, but that doesn't make it right. And uh, like we, uh, like we are one of the things. That's, one of the reasons why this podcast is coming at this time, very right, is that um, many things could be common, uh, but they don't doesn't necessarily yeah, mean true. that they are right. You see, because it doesn't necessarily mean right. For instance, um, the fact that we must pray with a loud voice um, before God can hear, it's somewhat incorrect or not completely right because um, the Bible doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. say so and God is not necessarily deaf. I mean, one of the things that we, uh, in this present world, if you have to increase your voice when you talk to someone, is either because the distance between you two is far... So the person needs to you need to you know make a very loud sound Can hear the person and hear yeah or yeah Or the person is you know dull of hearing maybe has some ear problem or hearing hmm. problem so but neither of those cases is it applicable to god because one god is not far and secondly god is also True. not deaf um uh yeah god is not far um the bible says in john 4 uh, in verse, yeah. verse 24, it tells us there, 22 to 24, it says, God is a spirit, and they that, that must worship him, must worship him in spirit and truth, then he said, the time has come, you know, that they that worship God, must worship truth. God in spirit yeah. and truth, and God now dwells in us, so that explains the fact that God is yes. very near, yeah. you see, um uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, tells us that, um, our body is a temple yes. of the Holy Ghost, so it dwells in our, in our body, So God is close. The secondly, also, God is not deaf. But we need to, you know, um, speak to God, you know, in a loud voice because God will hear. You see, Um, you see, Isaiah 59 tells us there. He said that verse one. He said, God does not have shutting ears that He can't hear us, or shutting hands that can't save us. So God can hear. So the the truth is, um, shouting does not necessarily help. Your, it doesn't necessarily help the fact that God will hear you or okay. not hear you. But I think one of the reasons why we can't necessarily neglect that um, is the fact that you know sometimes when someone also shouts, it's sometimes a form of aggression yeah. to kind of show yeah. how how much the issue is, how how tough the issue is, how much they want to oh, let certain yes, things true. out. You know, yes, certain form yes. of violence and violence. Not necessarily um, wrong completely because uh, you see the Bible says in Matthew 11, verse 12, Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, it said they said the kingdom of God suffers yes. violence by force. Violence take it back. Um, yes by force. And if if you track that back and explain it better, what it means is that the kingdom of God from the time you know that you know John the Baptist began mm-hmm. to teach and all that, the kingdom of God permits um, strong belief. Okay. I mean, strong faith. So, for some folks, and shouting for them is a form of expressing yeah. their faith. So yeah. Folks like that, if that is true for them, then it's acceptable. Um, but for those who feel that by merely shouting, then God will hear yeah. them, that's wrong. Yeah. So if, if it's a so we can putly say that if it's a form of expressing your faith, okay, it's acceptable. But if it, is, if it okay. is a form of you trying to make God hear you, then no, because God doesn't need to hear yeah, your you shout. I mean you could whisper, you know, I mean there's a saying then you know that God is the silent listener to every yeah. whisper, you know, because he knows what is there. You can say it's the a Bible says it's a dishonor so, of thoughts. So you know, intent of the heart yeah you so you know in other words that. um uh whether you pray loudly or you pray silently God see hears God see hears yes. Yes. yes and also geographically yes. Um, a place of prayer should not know, be something that must be mandated like if you don't go to Jerusalem if you don't go to yes. the church if you're not in a and place, so and so place um, that means your prayer may not be answered I think that notion yes. is also wrong I think we can pray anywhere yes. and everywhere yeah yeah. Yes. but so we we'll ask the question of yes we'll I have think the that... question of this confusion of this um, that's a narrative of how long one should pray yes, <coughs> sorry of how long one should pray what do you think? Some people say uh, you must pray for one hour, for two hours. How long do you think, uh, as a believer, one should pray? Yes. What's your general notion uh, about this? Yeah, I. I yes, actually, I would, would I would say that since we are, you know, talking about yes. praying to God, um, then we should look at what God says concerning the prayer. So, um, we would like we would rather rather be right not by what people assume to be true but what God himself says concerned. because he's the creator of prayer anyway he's yeah. one who has told us to pray and God himself told us um, and he explains when you read through the word of God God has not put any time yes. limit to prayer not yeah. long you know broad or weak he has not put any time limit to prayer um, but you see the Bible actually encourages us to pray yes. without ceasing. Yes, that's what the Bible says um, God tells us to pray without season. And in fact, in Luke 18, verse 1, it tells us there, it said, uh, men ought to not always to, faint, to pray yes. and not to faint. So, yes, not to faint. Just keep praying. So the truth is, prayer, essentially, is not... For instance, now, um, communication, as like we said, is, uh, prayer is communication. Communication has to do with talking. And I believe that uh, for us on earth, as long as you're on earth, you we'll keep talking. As long as you're on earth, you at one point or other, use yeah. your mouth, you we'll keep talking. So... The only difference now is on what point are you uh, praying you know for instance you have a reason why you are praying so the question then is and I believe that the question would be that on on what basis should you stop praying yes. on a particular matter? Okay. Yeah so how long should you stop and also there's no matter, matter, matter like more praying. <laughs> there's, no ma- there's no matter there's no matter that's exactly more. yes exactly no, no yeah there's yeah, yeah. yeah. matter that's more and I think and I think that's where we make to say something like t- you know, I think God does not need to hear about this. Okay, this one I can handle. This, no, 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 no. You know, God said, He said, to me all you evidences, and I will give you rest." So everything, just bring it. I will. You know, so I think that on a particular matter, you should pray until you get the peace of mind concerning um, that matter. That's how you know how long you should spend okay. on the particular matter. You pray until you get peace of mind concerning some particular matter. And all I like to say to people that sometimes, you know, God allows you to spend longer. Some prayers to build you. It's it's um it's you know it builds you up, it makes you it makes you stronger. So you can spend some time on some prayers. Why some other prayers is very quick. I mean, bless this food, oh Lord, then you eat yeah. very quick. Some you are, you are there praying for hours, days, maybe not at not, maybe not at once. Maybe you go out, come back, pray the same prayer, or even while you're in the bus, you are praying the same prayer on some matters, and then long before you start to see the answer. But the truth is as long as you are troubled yeah. concerning a particular matter, oh, pray about you. So, what's your, yeah, what's your answer to this? Of um, somebody asked the question, that is it safe to ask yes, for a sign in answered prayer, in answered prayers? Like, is it is it safe, like for you when you pray and say, God, I want this to be the sign or this show me the sign? Do you think it's a safe um, way um, of knowing that your uh, prayer is sa- answered? Uh, actually, yeah, yes. I, I um scripturally it is not um it's not appropriate because it's it shows uh faithlessness, it I shows sure. lack of faith. When one you yeah. see Jesus said Jesus said an evil generation seeks after signs. So it is not the good thing to do to seek after signs. You see, most people use the story of um, Gideon in the Bible, when God went to Gideon, when God sent the angel to Gideon, and Gideon said, If you are the one sending me, yeah. you know, I'll put this flint out, I'll go golden fleece, and then, then come out. Money yeah. should be wet everywhere, it's dry, and, and uh, yeah. But the truth is, those days I mean, uh, that was lack of knowledge. Gideon was under the law, it wasn't, it wasn't Christ, has not come, the least which was not given at the time, and all that. But in these times, now we have the least now on our inside. What the word of God simply says yes. is we believe on him, so we do not. The only sign that we need has been given, and the sign is Jesus, you see. So the sign that we need is Jesus. So we have the sign already, as far as God is concerned. So all we need to do is have faith. If I need to have faith in you, until you give me a sign, the so way the sign comes, I won't have faith in you anymore. Yes, yes. Alright. Yeah, I already have what I want. But in our case, our sign or our title deed or our form of belief is Christ. So we already have Christ. Is the, the substance of faith. So we already have that. So we don't need. So it is a wrong prayer. Or a wrong request to be asking for and Say, Lord, if this is going to be my wife, then give me a sign. No, 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 no. You get a sign, and the truth is, the devil also hears certain um, um, conversations, yeah, certain okay. certain talks, so he can take advantage of it and give you a sign. Go ahead with it, and then you can yeah. go ahead and follow sign, and by you okay. enter the wrong. Yeah, you cool. can enter the wrong ditch. You know, so the sign that we need, the Bible tells us, is the Holy Spirit, and that's mm. called the inward witness. So that's the sign that the believer needs and the believer has. But if you have to ask God, say, okay, Lord, I'm going to go into this course. Give me a sign. Let me pass this one. Let me finish this one. You know, God doesn't work like that. Yeah. See, that's that's my True. yeah. So Jesus already said, yeah. so I think that uh, they should work rather with the Spirit uh, and in this says. case, with what the Word of God says and not with signs. Okay. What, yes, what, what would be your, let's say your advice to those that uh, are waiting while they pray, that is, in terms of their attitude, what should be, what do you think should be the attitude of a person that is free and is expectant, and you know, over the years, they've on waiting and waiting and waiting, and the answers to this prayer has never come, what do you think should be the person's attitude? Yes. Um uh, Good. Good. Uh, I think that, you know, I, and I believe this with the word of God, that you see, expectation, is a very important thing and, and also what you're expecting is also very important. But when you are praying and you are expecting something and as in, as in come, um what the Word of God says concerning it is to be to be patient. And one thing I looked at is the fact that uh, when you look at Galatians 5 and Galatians 5 and you look at verse 18 down, when he explains the fruit of the Spirit, uh, this fruit of the Spirit, one of the key fruits long suffering patience, long-suffering. Uh, yeah. Patience, essentially, is such that you are waiting on God and the foot, the the waiting uh place, it displays faith. You know, it shows yeah. that you have faith in God. Now, what do you expect? What should you expect waiting. in the place of in the place of waiting? You see? Yeah, in place of waiting. Or what should you do while you're waiting? Keep yeah. focusing on God. Keep looking at that's what the Bible says. Keep looking at God. For instance, there's you know, uh, you know, certain stories you know, we've heard of folks who prayed on certain things yeah. waited for a long time. But Immediately. none of them got their answer. If they yeah. shifted, their I think I think time. where I think where the focus oh, should be on is that um, you know I've, I feel that we should focus on the heart of God rather than the hand of God. This is why I say the hearts because sometimes yes, what you are praying for you will know, come at that particular time, and God knows why. So I know it's not it's not easy. I must say it's not easy to to be patient. It's not easy to be waiting. It's yes. not easy to say. Um, you know, you have been waiting for something for 5, 10, 15 years. It's not easy. But I believe that if we if we remain Listen. on that particular um, um, point, that I know that my God will do it. You some days back, I was looking at the the, the uh yeah. let's the incident that happened between uh, Sarah, you know, when God told her that she would have a son. You know, deep in her heart, she was kind of murmuring yes. and kind of, um, you know, having a kind of sort of unbelief. But... At the same time, go down that particular mm-hmm. chapter right. in that uh, in Genesis. We we're told that God was asking, there "Is there anything yeah. too hard for me?" You know, that particular word struck with me. It means that even at the yes. age of ninety um, something, which she and um, she and Abraham was, yeah. God was interested with in Abraham. giving them a son. Yeah. So I know it's not easy. It's yes, not easy. Yes. But easy. while this particular prayer have been made, we should be sure yeah. that God, you are aware that I need this and I we know for it. sure that you will do it. I, I think that should be our mindset. That should be our mindset. Yeah. That's true. That's true. In fact, I think that yeah, I think on that ground, I also believe that that's actually the biggest problem to prayers being yeah. a, you know, lack of patience and lack of focus on God's heart. You see. Um in fact this thing also brought you brought the scripture to mind that uh you know a script that we very much use when it says that you know god exalts his word more than his name uh you know and i think that most people actually haven't really understood that scripture very well see what that scripture says is it says that god you know god exalts his word more than his name another was when when it talks about the name it's not talking about the mention of the name god okay um in the in the hebrew text those days when you mention someone's name uh, for example, we say Doctor Israel. Um, it actually it it encodes what the person stands for. That's what it means, not necessarily okay. the spelling of the name. It, it it talks about what the person stands for. So the person's integrity. So when God says that, so uh, but when it comes when it uh, it talks about what the person has done, you know. But when it talks about God's word, see God's word deals with His promises, His integrity his ability to perform so for instance he has promised us in his word so when he tells us to exalt his word more than his name it means it means that we should look capable of doing at yes. what he's capable of doing yes, yes more than what he has done for instance when you are praying when maybe there's a couple praying for yeah. you praying for a child you see they are very tempted to look at god has given our neighbor yeah. child and has not given me child meanwhile they should focus on God's ability to give them a child rather than God already giving somebody a child or not. So I think that in that regard, when you are praying, you should focus more on what God can do for you. Not not on what you have heard somewhere that is happening into you because that can even discourage you. But what should encourage you is the fact that God is able to do it for you. Which I think, like in the case of Sarah, I mentioned would have been a problem if Sarah had focused only on the fact that Aga and yeah. had a child but she doesn't have a child yeah but, but God, God yeah. had to tell her look I don't, here, don't look at don't, yes. don't look, because look, even on, why look that's, at because even while Aga had a son yeah. and even well, when the, um, when God was trying to you know yes. to talk to Sarah about it it was like it doesn't, it doesn't mean that he didn't know that yeah, yes. she has given birth but he was still interested in giving her her own but she yes. you know her mind was already shifting a way that own. I, I'm too old I'm too old I'm too this and God cannot so I think that also goes to yeah. cause them to you know this consciousness of sin mental, mentality in the sense that because I feel that um, I've done yes. this I've gone this way what uh, God cannot hear me the, the uh, answers to prayer meant for the bishop uh, the ministers the apostles the pastor what the case may be but still, my own sin is too much, and God cannot answer me. I feel, I feel that mindset should be what we um, should work on, them, even in our time these days. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think uh, that's, that's very true. That's true because, uh, I mean, while, while we're looking at it, I think we very important, uh, place to look at because people are very easily, yes. you know, tempted to be drawn away by something yeah. they think that God won't listen to them. And once that is quoted, you know. That people keep in mind rather is when the bible says uh in that as a that we looked at when he said that my ears are not yes, shutting, yes, and my uh, eyes, my eyes is, are not shut. rather than my ears really and the truth is um the words when he says the sin there does is not um god is not saying that because you do something wrong i'm not going to listen to you in fact the truth is sin yes. makes you dirty. And the only way you can be clean is by the blood of Jesus. So for the believer who receives the blood of Jesus, is clean. So what God is telling you there is the fact that you have it does not mean that you should stay yeah. away from me. You went True. away from me. I didn't leave you. So you come to me. So even in the place of prayer, even with what you have in mind, even with all the guilt you have, bring them to 20. God. But do and not continue to remind 20. God of you because the sin will make you to keep on going far place. away from god it keeps dragging you far god is trying to drop exactly you are condemning yourself exactly. you're staring far but all god wants you to come is come the way you are you yeah. confess your sins he accepts you and from there you start living a godly life mm-hmm. yeah but when we keep running away from him yes then you cannot cleanse I, us I, then our prayers don't... cannot be answered that's the, that's the part that I feel that is very, for instance, when I was, uh, there was there was a quote I saw one time, uh, you know, a vocation speaker said something, he said that, that when you say that your sin is the reason why you can't pray, or your sin is why you believe God wants are you he it's just like saying that the reason exactly. why you don't want to take your bath is because you are too dirty. Because that's absurd, because even the main reason why you should have your bath in the first place is actually because you are dirty. Yeah, so so if there's any place you should go to when you're sick, you should go to the hospital. You can't say, okay, because I have an epic, I can't go to the hospital. That's actually where you need to go to. So it's the same case with prayer. So I think there's another thing that we also need to get right in praying. That prayer is not for... Prayer is for everyone. As long as anyone that wants to engage in prayer, I want to engage right in prayer. Anyone yeah. can pray. Anyone should pray. Anyone should... Everyone should yeah. pray. You see? Um, the Bible says said, I wish that all men would lift up their, lift up their hands in, uh, you know in prayer to god so i think that mm. that's one thing that i feel people mm. can get right i try to adjust and their prayers, their prayers i mean god is not unjust you know um god god is not partial you see the bible says god is not partial um that will answer mr a and then mm. we'll not answer mr b when for, for some reason but the reason why Mister A will get answer, Mister B will not yeah. get answer is because Mister A does it right, and Mister B it's just like Cain okay. and Abel, Cain and Abel. I mean, it's, okay. yeah, it's very simple. You know, it's not like God was was partial. But Abel offered his offering right, Cain did not. Yeah, because if Cain had done it right, it's simple. Yeah. God would accept. God is not God is not partial, and God is not is yeah. not somebody that was bribed or something. So I think that's another. That's that's. So I think if if men can apply these principles, their prayers will get. You know, effective you get you know answers. You know, and you know even interceding for people to be right, the interventions in place of uh, speaking and communicating with God, we come up um, okay with the, with the right results. Yeah. So, um, what, what do you think? Briefly, before we go, we spent um, about twenty minutes. I uh, just have four minutes to go because it's um, a thirty minutes um, program for our audience to listen to. Um, I want to know. How can somebody develop a strong faith in prayer? How, how can someone develop a strong faith in prayer? Because it's not easy. You know, we're saying this about prayer. You know, it's easier said than done. This yeah. is a very, very vital part of our existence. Not even yeah, because yeah. of like believer or, you understand? But it's something that you have to take seriously. Because the a between yeah. you and God. You know, the book of Psalms says, yeah. only a fool that will say there's no God. Because people say there's no God. But when, Psalm, when the book of Psalms says that, look, you know, there's something for mm-hmm. you to begin to reconsider. And when they say only a fool, I would say there's no God. That means there's God. And to communicate with Him, a channel is through prayer. There's so, God. how do you so think one can develop do. a strong faith in prayer? Yes, sir. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think um, two things to look at. The fact that one, developing um, confidence okay. in something is simply by doing it. I mean, that's mm-hmm. very simple. Something that everyone has come up with. For instance, you know, those who cook well, you know, have been so used to it because now they do it. Now they don't really need to think twice. They are not confident in taking the pot and you know cooking. So confidence comes with use. You know, the more you you use a particular, more confident you are. In for instance, there are some now who would find it very hard when they you know when they take a phone and try to download some things or try to. Work on the phone, but those who have been used to it, uh, let me give a very good example. Yes, using the Apple laptop, you know, uh, yeah. So for those who have been using other kinds of laptops, even no, me they, too. I would like Apple to. You. I, had that so I had that issue. To, you know, <laughs> I had the issue too. It was very funny. <laughs> but as time goes on, I got yeah. used to it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so, but now, you see, that's that's actually that's how it works. So now, after like three months, one month, four months of using it. Find that is so easy, you don't even need to. You already have no memory yeah. on it. You don't have to to it. Same thing with prayer. With prayer um, you should be practice to get used to it. There are those who have gotten used to praying at certain times of the day because they have been so accustomed to it that their biological clock already works straight, their rhythms already work okay. straight. Know that this particular time is right for us to pray. Why um, those who have been so used to it that? They know, once they start praying, they know how to pray, why they are walking or why they are doing other things. Then, secondly, is the fact that prayer is not easy. In the sense that yeah. the Bible even explains prayer to be labor. It is labor. You see? Uh, it's labor. You know? So, it, it takes certain form of active energy. You know, active, you know, it's not something passive. It's something that's active. I mean, it's deliberate. You know, you know for instance, the Bible explains... Um, in James five it talks about uh, when Elijah prayed those three and a half years so that it won't rain. Um, when you read that part very well, when they split the way Elijah prayed in, in, uh, in First Kings, Bible mm. says Elijah put his head between his knees. so that was was in the you know in those days. That's uh, you know in those days when yeah. the, when the Hebrew women want to want, want to keep There's no uh, they didn't have stirrups or. Know, proper hospital beds where the woman can you know raise their legs and put and all that so what they do those days is they tell them to bend down so that they can apply pressure on okay the abdomen and kind of try to push the baby out so that's the kind of position that that's kind of so it's a labor position It's is labor. that position is a labor position same position that uh, you know elijah yeah. kind of you know puts himself in to pray so it, it's the fact that it's an exactive energy um for instance when we have certain, you know, prayer, you know, meetings in our church or with our friends or we're praying together, you know, we encourage some of us to, you know, walk around. So you don't sit down in one place because you can get tired. So it, it's, it's a form of, you know, you you kind of, you know, use the term, use the term you know, ginger yourself. You stare yourself. Yeah. So it's an it's an mm. energy consuming process. So it's deliberate. Yeah. But the truth is, the more you do it, the more your body gets used to it. Yeah. Because your spirit already is used to it. Your spirit wants to pray. So the problem now is your oh. spirit. The problem now is, you know, your body, your flesh, you know, uh, your bone. So now, the more you are doing it, the more you get to the truth. And I'll tell you the truth, it's not going to be convenient the first few times to start. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be automatic. But the truth is, you don't beat yourself down. If the first day you slept off, second day mm. you dozed off, or you haven't gotten that one month of trying. No, yeah. you don't give up. You keep, you know, keep doing it. You, know, you keep doing it, you keep doing it. Uh, no pray. one was born praying. Uh, praying, permit me. Uh, yeah, no one was born. You know, everyone, everyone. You know, you you, you walk into it, you practice into it. I mean, it's, it's practice. It's, it's practice. Even Jesus, you read it very well. Jesus practiced. The Bible says he went out to pray in the morning as he often does. So, the he, regular. He, he became became. sort of some of of a practice. Yeah. Something that you know. Example, yeah, a particular thing. But disciples mm. have noted that this man goes out to pray every morning so so if they, yeah. So it's the same way that I feel that book can uh, so first thing they must know is the fact that prayer itself is labor and second thing to know is that they must deliberately do it yeah, and I and think third least, is the practice, I think least least practice thing is to believe that prayer will be answered yeah. believing that prayer yeah. you know of recent when I yes, was studying the book of that just in Genesis I was just trying to go through you know the Bible again and when I started I got to a place where I were told that, yes, um, that Abraham's because of the way he loved and believed god just counted to him as righteousness It it was again it was not you know it was like it didn't change that for me yes, that wow so yes, believe is also counted yeah. as a form of righteousness mm-hmm. so yeah so the same way if, when we pray it is yeah, In fact. Yes, sir, yeah. it is you can go okay okay so i believe that when I'm, you I'm, pray I'm you I'm believe that it, you know some people have the fact that uh, the prayer has to be in a postural mode that's to be like we kneel down we lie down we sit you know these positions are you know attached so that make prayers not, not to be answered for me i believe that even the few sentences that are said it can be in the bus it can be on the road it can be on the train mm. it can be anywhere yeah. the major thing yes, is that you believe yes. that this prayer this yes, seed yes. of prayer is going to bring about a divine intervention. Yes. Is the things don't just happen physically, except it has already been set yes, spiritually. We've learned this over and over and over again, but people are still yeah, yet okay. to understand the the, the mystery behind Nothing it. Not... So I believe that yeah. for us to properly have, you know, to sow, to properly sow that seed, that we divine intervention, we must believe in the prayers that we are uttering. We must believe, yes. We must believe, we must be us. Have fear, so I just wanted to just, um, you know, say a few words yeah, to our audience. It's nice time having you around, Dr. Dion. Thank you so, so, so much on, um, on coming to this platform to discuss, um, you know, what prayer is all about and also sowing as a seed uh, for divine intervention. What would you like to say briefly? Um, yeah. know, first of all, I want to you know, really <laughs> thank you for having me share uh, this very, you know, um, yeah. sensitive topic, uh, because yeah. any, any topic that is necessary for growth is a very sensitive topic. Um, and also, I message. would also like to say this, yeah. as take yeah. um, take a take-home, as a take-home word, take-home message, that yeah. keep engaging in prayer. Prayer is something that you often do, um, and don't just pray yeah. alone you must pray with the word of god like we said at the beginning you see prayer so there's no way you start with the word of god that you like can pray you, you won't pray out, you know, um no. Child there's no way you know what was saying, you won't pray yes before yeah. so no you pray without trying to look at what the word of god says, and also also always like you said yeah. also i'll take this from you always have faith start your prayers. prayers have faith in the fact that god will always answer your prayers don't pray yeah don't pray as if you're just you know throwing in fact the Bible a few says, it days, says cast your you bed back, your yeah. bread upon the waters and after many days it will come back to you. Yeah yeah The, the other was pray expecting a result. Yeah. Don't just pray so, let me just talk to you. I don't know. pray expecting a result. So I think put the principles you know and don't pray don't be scared in prayer like you said already. Don't be condemning yourself before you before you pray. In fact the fact that you believe you're already righteous so come to God with that with that um, yeah. Holding. Thank you so 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 much for having time, you man. I hope to have you next time on Life of Impact podcast. yeah, have a great day. Yeah, thank you. I wish all blessings survive or overcome this pandemic together. Okay, thank you so so much. And so we've come to the end of this particular episode. We say a very big thank you to Dr. Dyer in the mobile for those wonderful insights. We urge that everyone will take it on the point of duty to pray and to seek God for counsel and for guidance concerning the that they desire in their lives. And together, we shall overcome, we shall rejoice, and we shall be victorious. See you next time. I remain your host, Dr. Israel Dairo, for Life of Impact Podcast.